Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Bulky Blue Sports Podcast. Now, this one is not going to be about Chelsea. Um, I will be giving updates as England will be playing in a moment against Andorra. They kick off in 10 minutes' time. However, today's episode is going to be reviewing the the qualifying session from the Formula 1 and a little preview for Titan Fury versus Deontay Wilder. So, So, F1... To give a brief uh, history of myself and Formula One. First time I ever remember watching it. Um, I can't remember the race exactly, but I remember a moment. It was Michael Schumacher and Rubens Barrichello in Ferraris. And they pretty much crossed the finish line side by side at the same time Um, and from like for me it's the whole I'm a petrol head anyway like I, I love cars and they're the pinnacle of cars the technology involved in Formula 1 is ridiculous in a good way um not many people realize their engines are more efficient than uh than normal road engines in terms of power output and thermal efficiency um there are many different reasons as to why i watch formula one and a key reason, a key reason is the danger of it. So once, once I knew, like, once I was able to get access to internet when I was a kid and whatnot, one of the first things I looked up would be like other racing drivers and like then got introduced to louder hunt Senna and you see some of the um crashes and some of the uh just dodgy dangerous nature of it like with um louder's car bursting into flames and causing all the burns Senna's crash at Imola 94. Um, All sorts. And that was the crash that actually killed Ayrton Senna. And uh, the the fact that these guys sit there and willingly do it time and time again, regardless of how much safer the cars are now, like earlier in the season, um, it was at Silverstone, and Lewis and Max Verstappen had a bit of a coming together, and it sent Max flying into a wall at a speed faster than 
Ayrton Senna hit the wall that killed him. Ayrton Senna's impact was at 140-something miles an hour, I think. Max hit the wall. Max Verstappen, this is. Hit the wall at 180. And he got out of his car and was walking. And he only had to go to the hospital for precautionary checks. And, I mean... It, as unfortunate as it is, Senna's crash, and not not just Senna's, but um, others' crashes in the meantime, make sure that the monocoque is as strong as it can be, which means that crashes now, it has to be a very, very bad crash for it to cost a driver's life. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, the last driver to lose his life was uh, Antoine Hubert in Formula 2 in 2019, I want to say. It might be 18. I'm sure it's 2019 um, at Spa. And obviously it's tragic. Um, but again, for example, like that would have caused a chain of events to make the cars even safer another example would be um, Jules Bianchi he um, his crash and his death was the catalyst for the halos being put in on to these F1 cars and that halo has saved many lives over the years most notably Roman Grosjean's last year, um, Bahrain, he went for a move, he clipped Kvyat's car and he went straight into a barrier and the barrier just completely got destroyed, the car got cut in half, he was, the well the car just went up in flames, um, massive fireball, he was in the fire for I don't even know how long which louder's crash the flames there meant that the fire suits are of a level now as well that he was able to just get out of his car walk away and he only got burned hands out of all of that and when you watch the crash in real time you see the blaze and you see um you see just how long he was in that car as it was burning. You're like, there's no way he's getting out of this alive. And then for him to only walk away with... Um, for him to only walk away with burnt hands, I think is extraordinary to the safety measures that are involved in Formula One now. Um, wheel tethers monocoque structure as I've already said fire suits as I've already said halos, crash helmets because you look at some of the even the seat belts you look at some of the seat belts that they used when Jackie Stewart and Brabham were racing and yeah it's just ridiculous and uh, yeah I mean I'm glad that they've pushed for safety 
um, because what what that then does allow for is for drivers to feel more confident pushing the limit. And when they push the limit, that's when you see some exhilarating um, some exhilarating drives and some exhilarating races. And to be fair, this season we've had a, a load of them already. Bahrain, which was the opening race of the season, very good race. Um, there was like a second, if that, between Hamilton, who won, and Verstappen, who was second. And that trend has continued all season. Um, what was another close one? Well, we've had all the all the ding dongs that um, Max and Lewis have had this season. I I can't even begin to count how many times they've um, either come together or like switched in the drivers' championship and whatnot. And it's. Uh, it's a very good season. There's seven races to go. Um, tomorrow, being number seven, and then there'll be six after tomorrow's race. Um, which, speaking of, qualifying for that race was today. So we had three sessions in qualifying, of course, as there always is. Q1, 18 minutes long. The five slowest cars round the track get eliminated. And then in Q2, again, the, f the five slowest cars from the 15 in that one get eliminated. And then Q3 is 12 minutes long. <coughs> and it's a top 10 shootout. Fastest is on pole position. Unless other circumstances dictate. So in Q1... We had Mazepin finish 20th. We had Raikkonen 19th, Giovinazzi 18th, Latifi 17th. And the surprise um, exit in Q1 was Ricardo. Because Mick Schumacher, Michael's son, managed to put in a very decent lap and get himself into Q2. So, Daniel Ricciardo was out in Q1. Carlos Sainz, who will be starting at the back of the grid tomorrow because he's taking an engine penalty, made it into Q2. He did run, and there was a reason why, which no one knew why until he did it. Um, so, Q2 started not long afterwards. And then we had Vettel in 11th, Ocon in 12th. Russell in 13th, Schumacher in 14th, and Sainz in 15th. Now, Carlos Sainz only came on the track for the outlap and then was setting a time but came straight back into the pits. Now, what he was doing was he was giving Charles Le Charles Leclerc what's known as a toe. So... Basically, cutting a hole, using his car to punch a hole through the air so that Charles Leclerc can go even faster um, to get a better lap time and to get into um, 
Q3, which Charles Leclerc did. So it was a very good team. It was a very good team game from Carlos Sainz there. Um, and then we had the top 10 shootout with Q3. And in order from 10th to 1st, we had Sonoda. We then had Lars Stroll in 9th, Lando Norris in 8th, Sergio Perez in 7th, Alonso in 6th, Pierre Gasly in 5th, Charles Leclerc in 4th, Max Verstappen in 3rd, Valtteri Bottas in 2nd, and Lewis Hamilton 1st. However, Lewis Hamilton is taking a 10-place grid penalty for, again, an engine... um, an engine part. However, he's not changing his full en- engine, so he only gets hot. Like, Sainz is getting everything, so he's starting at the back of the grid. Whereas, Hamilton's only getting the combustion engine, which means he's, he takes a 10-point, 10-place uh, grid penalty. So, it's, uh, tomorrow, Hamilton will start the race in 11th. Which what that does is it makes the top 10 look like this. Bottas, Verstappen as 1 and 2. Leclerc 3rd, Gasly 4th, Alonso 5th, Perez 6th, Norris 7th, Stroll 8th, Sonoda 9th and Vettel 10th. With Hamilton going down to 11. Now, obviously there could be more grid penalties. Um... The race will not stay in that order. Turkey's got a few uh, spots that are good for overtaking. Very good for overtaking, in fact. Um, But we'll have to wait and see what the race brings. It should be a good race. Um, As far as I'm aware, it's due to be raining there tomorrow. However... They said it was due to rain today, and from Pete, from practice three onwards, there wasn't really any rain. Um, literally, practice three, they were going round on wet tyres, and it cleared up within minutes. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, that's going to be the qualifying and Formula One section done. Now, there is another big um, there is another big sporting event happening tonight and uh, that is Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder and uh, it's the third time they fought each other Tyson Fury is 6 foot 9 has an 85 inch reach he has done 31 fights 30 wins, 21 knockouts and 1 draw Deontay Wilder, 6'7", 83-inch reach, 44 fights, 42 wins with 41 by knockout, one loss and one draw. Now, Wilder and Fury have fought each other twice already, which that was the draw. In that fight, Wilder did knock Fury out. However, Fury managed to get back up before the ref finished counting and was fit enough to carry on fighting. 
I myself, along with many other people, believe that Tyson Fury should have won that fight. But Wilder got the benefit of doubt, got given a draw through champion's advantage. In the second fight, however, Fury absolutely battered him. Absolutely battered Wilder. And got to the point where the fight got stopped because Wilder's camp threw in the towel. And uh, all I've heard from the press conferences and whatnot is Wilder accusing Tyson Fury of cheating. Um, Saying that he shouldn't have won and whatnot. If I'm going off gut instinct, I think Fury's mullering him tonight. Absolutely battering him. I don't think there is any form of way in which um, Wilder wins that fight. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, But that is going to be the end of this podcast, if you will. Um, It's going to be a short one. But if you did enjoy it, please share it around. It would mean the absolute world to me. And until the next one, which will be tomorrow, which will be a review of the fight and the race result. Uh, Until then, I hope you all stay safe and I hope you all have a lovely time. Good. Bye.